You're listening to the Haitian American Diaries, a podcast featuring in-depth conversations and personal stories of perseverance, life lessons, and success. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Haitian American Diaries. I'm Elizabeth, your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Jennifer, who is my sister. So we're first-generation Haitian Americans, originally from New Jersey. And we spent our childhood making radio shows. We used to have a cassette player and we would record ourselves doing different cooking shows and reenacting radio shows that we used to hear. And we would go all out and even have our own commercials that we would make up or copy things that we heard on the TV. So this year, I had the idea that we should create our own podcast because we were so good at it growing up and we really love doing it. We found so much joy out of it. And I said, we have a lot that we can talk about and a lot of different things that we can bring light to as Haitian Americans. So I brought up the idea to my sister to do this podcast and she was completely for it. So it's exciting that we're getting to really relive some of our childhood by doing this. Um, I currently work for the VA doing administrative work and I'm also a licensed professional counselor. So I have a background in mental health, which is also a topic that we'll be talking about on our podcast, seeing as how it's such a big issue here in the United States and some of the cultural differences that we see um, with the Haitian culture. So I want to have this podcast just be a great opening space for us to discuss and learn and really showcase some of the great talents that we as Haitian Americans have to offer the world. And I really want people to learn about us. A lot of people don't really understand the Haitian culture. Some people don't have any Haitian people in their lives, and we don't really have a big representation in the media, in television, on the radio. And I've seen recently in in my early adult years, a lot of us young Haitian Americans coming out and doing podcasts and doing comedy and slowly raising our voices and slowly showing people that we're here and showing our talents and I wanted to highlight it and keep that movement going. So that's what we're gonna be doing moving forward. Hi everyone, my name is Jennifer. I'll be your co-host here at the Haitian American Diaries. I am a patient coordinator for Massage Therapy Chiropractic Office. I'm also an entrepreneur, an event organizer and band manager. Um, With everything that I have going on, um, especially getting older, I think it's easier to casually forget where you've come from, only focusing on where you're going. So when Liz presented me with this idea, I was pretty excited to embark on this venture with her to not only reconnect to our roots, but to also have an in-depth look into the Haitian culture. I'm really excited to see where this goes, and I can't wait to um, continue this journey with you all. It's really funny because I was sitting at work and just kind of casually ending out my day, closing up my computer. And for some reason, it like sparked in my head. And I'm like, what am 
am I going to do new this year? And I'm like, this podcast idea that was floating around in my head, I'm like, I should just do it. And that same second, I'm like, okay, I'm going to message Jenny and see her thoughts. And I message her. And I'm like so excited. I'm waiting by the phone and I'm staring at it, waiting for her to respond. And her response was like, I could see her emotion through the phone because she's like, yes, 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 yes. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. No questions asked. And not for nothing, I was a little nervous because I know she has a lot going on and she has a lot on her plate. So I'm like, is she really going to want to commit to this? Because this is a big commitment to sit around and be putting in all this time and research and energy trying to record this this podcast. I think for me, the reason why I was so excited is um, honestly, it's like the missing piece to the puzzle. I feel like a lot of times I tend to forget I speak another language and especially doing what I do. I'm constantly around a predominantly American group of people and I find myself sort of feeling a little bit disconnected to that at times, even though I'm constantly busy and I'm always doing something. But one of my most favorite trips of all time has always been going to Haiti and hearing the stories that my father would tell us about how far they've come and seeing how much strength that each and every member of my family and Haitians in general have to come to the United States and create a different life. And so there has never been any excuses for me to reach dreams. And at 35 right now, I have felt like something has been missing. And, you know, to have this platform or to even start this platform with my sister doing something like this is it's honestly everything. I'm I'm willing to put certain things aside to really um dedicate um a portion of my, you know, time and energy to, you know, taking this where it it'll go. And I think just when you said about, you know, just going back to your roots and not being around a lot of Haitian people just in general aside from family, I actually at work there was a young lady that came in and her last name was Jean-Pierre. And so I'm doing my administrative duties and I'm saying good morning to her and I notice her last name and I'm like, oh my God, are you Haitian? And she's like, no, but my husband is. And I was a little crushed, I have to say, because I don't think there are any Haitian people at my job or Haitian American people in my department. So when I saw that name and I kind of lit up because I think that's the same feeling like most Haitian Americans at least feel when they encounter another Haitian American. It's like, oh, my God, another one of me. So I was a little crushed, but it was it was nice because she was like, no, it's it's my husband. But I've always encountered those situations where I just really get really excited just being able to relate to someone on that level because our culture is so unique and when I watch a lot of the comedy that comes out now and you're like how is this so universal like how is it possible that we all have gone through this you know patient mother that's you know mad and upset for some reason and you know yelling at us and like 
the jokes go for every family. And I think that's really, really funny, that fact that you can watch it and you're like, yep, that's my mom. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the last two years, I'd say, you know, whenever there's a new episode from Success Junior or even Mr. 509 back in the day when he was doing those videos a lot more regularly, we would just constantly share these videos back and forth, call each other, laugh about it. And we've even shown it to our parents and they laugh too. There are moments when you can tell they're a little bit somewhat offended because it's so realistic. (laughs) Very spot on. on, But I, I truly look forward to that. And it's, it's been really inspiring to see. It's been really wonderful to see. I mean, unfortunately you don't really see us represented as well on TV or even movies, which has been really disappointing, but there is a little bit of a movement going on. Like Liz has stated, and I'm really excited to bring in different stories from our family members that inspire us consistently, especially our dad, our aunts, we have cousins that actually were born in Haiti and moved, you know, to the U.S. or, you know, grew up in Haiti and live here. So we have just so much knowledge and um, things to share with you guys. Yes, definitely a lot of things to share. And I think that's the most exciting part of all of this that we want to share this with everybody and we want to bring in people to talk about their experiences because I know that there are a lot of great professionals out there that are doing such amazing things in the world and for the Haitian culture that I want people to come on and share, you know, what kind of products they're using and things that they're creating and different initiatives that they have out and plans that they have to help us as a people. So that's a big, big thing for me. The funny thing is we were never actually taught to speak Creole and I'm thinking it might be similar for most Haitian American kids. I don't know if there was ever, there's ever actually a, a lesson of, you know, this is how you say dog, this is how you say cat. But we kind of just picked it up growing up with um, our grandparents and our great grandmother. So, you know, they came from Haiti, didn't know how to speak English. So they're talking to us, trying to communicate. And I think the only way for us to communicate was to learn the language. And we we have a really big family on my mom's side. So they were always around and always very involved in our lives and even a lot of them lived with us at various points in our life so i think with all of that it became like natural for us to understand the language and to an extent know how to speak it i know anytime we go to haiti it's always kind of awkward because in my mind i know how to say it better than i'm actually saying it (laughs) and i'm always like oh yeah, I can definitely carry a conversation. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and then I start and I'm like, come see, come see a dog. And I'm like, you know how to say dog. Like what's wrong with you? So it's always funny because I feel like I, I end up getting like a sense of panic and hesitation and I start completely second guessing myself, which is terrible. Yeah, the same with me as well. I mean, I can understand it, but for some reason, when it's time, it's like the spotlight is on. And then all yeah. of a sudden, I'm just like, and then I'm like, Jesus Christ, Jenny, just just stop talking. Just stop. But 
No one can say I don't understand a single thing. I can think back to when my sister and I were younger and we went to a little store and the um, owners of the store were Haitians and they were talking about us. And me and my sister kind of had this moment where we sort of let them know that we're Haitian and they were a little bit shocked. So I've always liked those moments, especially when I go to a supermarket and I'm just like, I hope they don't talk about me, but if they do, I'm ready for them. <laughs> the funny thing is though, Jenny, um, pretty much, I feel like your first language was Creole. And if we watch like home videos when she's like, up, I think up to the age of like maybe three or four, I mean, the accent is Vini no, papi. Vini no. And it's like, girl, like, what's going on? And it's funny, you know, now you would never think that there was an accent, but y'all, it was serious. Yes, Creole was my first language, and that's why I was in ESL for pretty much, what, first grade or even kindergarten all the way up to eighth grade. Mind you, y'all, we were born in the United States. We were born in New Jersey. So I think just being around family so much, she just got this accent. And it was just like, my parents were like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What's happening here? So it's- Yeah, I do. And I think family members learn too, because we have some cousins that don't even speak the language, but they, you know, can grasp it or understand it to some degree. But um, yeah, I, even now, like my mom will talk to us majority in Creole, sometimes in English. Our dad definitely communicates to us in English. Um, and we talk back to them in um, English, even if they talk to us in Creole. So it's it's been interesting, especially the language itself. I'm very proud and excited to know another language, especially when I'm yeah, able to actually utilize it. It's so much fun. But um, and it's funnier to talk in Creole sometimes. I feel like we can, you know, express ourselves a lot more um, comedically in Creole than you can in um, English to some degree. But um, I'm excited, uh, again, to just really um, tap back into it. <laughs> yes, definitely tap back into it and just sharing all of this, you know, amazing knowledge and these amazing experiences with everybody out there. And be sure to follow our Instagram page. We'll be posting a lot of different photos, especially photos from our trips to Haiti. Um, we posted recently, our first post is actually um, one of our trips to a hotel in Haiti, a resort hotel, I would say. Yes, all-inclusive, the Cameroon Hotel and Resorts, which was beautiful way back in 2016 when we went. Um, so yeah, check our Instagram page out. We'll be trying to keep keep it updated, keep content rolling in so you guys have some things you can check out about us. Um, and if you have photos of your trip to Haiti, definitely hashtag the Haitian American Diaries. Um, we might even repost it in yeah. our stories. Yeah, if you have some good po photos, definitely do that. We would love some content to add. Um, so our next episode, we're going to be... Taking it back, we're going to start back to our school years, um, kind of hit on some some controversial stuff about growing up Haitian um, American in the, the 90s, the early 90s, and just give you guys a inside look about what things were like for us and what probably a lot of you all experienced as well. So stay tuned.